Hey, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Leading Behind the Scene. I'm so excited for all my special guests this month. I wanted to focus on real live success stories to give all of my CEO friends out there a bit of inspiration. So I've invited a few of my friends to unpack their secrets to achievement and the lessons they've learned along the way. We will explore their unique origin stories, the hurdles they've overcome, and the strategies that have propelled them to success. Within each conversation, you'll discover invaluable insights, actionable advice, and a healthy dose of motivation to fuel your own entrepreneurial aspirations. So whether you're an established CEO, an aspiring CEO, or someone who just loves a good success story, you're in the right place. Our guest experiences are as diverse as the businesses they run, but one thing unites them all, their unwavering dedication to turn dreams into reality and living a life that they love. I'm your host, Gwendolyn Young, and I'm thrilled to be on this entrepreneur journey with you. You ready? Let's dig in. Welcome to Leading Behind the Scene. I'm your host, Gwendolyn Young, the go-to business and operations consultant for six-figure CEOs who are ready to greet their next level of growth, and I'm ready to share tools, strategies, and tips to help you excel in your business and your life. If you're a service-based entrepreneur, be sure to join me each Thursday. Find me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And don't forget to follow the show on your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. And if you love the content, leave me a rate and review. Now let's get into today's episode. So family, I am super excited about my guest today. She is absolutely amazing. From single mom at the age of 18 to owning three companies that allow her to work from anywhere, anytime, Amber McHugh has a talent for overcoming obstacles and helping others to do the same. Amber runs her business from Africa, where she currently lives with her family. Her expertise is in strategic planning, running a business with ease from the modern CEO role, time management, and how to clone yourself. Her life mantra is everything is right on time. Please visit her at ambermcu.com forward slash modern CEO and how to clone yourself.com to see how she does it. Amber, welcome to the show. Hey, so good to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes. Oh my gosh. I cannot wait for you to come back to Chicago so we can meet up again and have all the fun. That was the <laughs> best you came into the city for like the, an awesome yes. dinner but i was not expecting it to be the silent <laughs> dinner we weren't allowed to talk at this dinner which i did not know going in which was hilarious because we were the table that got shushed we sure because did we were obviously talking <laughs> and they were like shh that was rough <laughs> but worth it it was great to hang out that was hilarious but it was so much fun. And then we got to do it again. What was it like yes. the next day? Yeah. I think. And then we were actually in a space exactly. where we could talk. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So Amber and I met back in, I think it was 2020 when I joined the Planathon Facebook group. And I remember being so excited that I called my mom and I was like, you're never going to believe this. And she's like, what? I'm like, there's like this group of like 20,000 people that come together and they just love mm -hmm. to plan. Like they're just planning. 
I'm like, this is amazing. These are my people. Like, where has this group been? Because nobody ever wants oh to plan gosh. with me every year. I'm like over here by myself in this little silo world. And I'm like, there's people. And I just felt like I was in heaven. I was so excited. And so I remember posting my introduction into the group and then you responded and you were like, your energy is so radiant. And I was like, oh my God, she's a real person. And she talks to people. <laughs> oh my gosh. That means so much. That gives me goosebumps because your energy is radiant and it's so aligned. And one of our goals inside that space and in that community that really just comes alive once a year when we host yes. the Planathon, the planning event of the year for entrepreneurs. It really, the community, the momentum, the energy, the connection. But it's one of my goals from the very beginning is to connect with people. Yes. And we've had to do different things as it's grown because it started as a group of 300 people. And now, yes, there are more than 20,000 people in it. And we're lighting it up again right now because it's it's time yes, to get our plans time. together for the year. But we love it. And it's so important to get our plans on for our business. And it's yes. so much more fun when we do it together. It is. It's so much more fun. And that was the moment I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be stalking her forever. The planathon was so good that year. Like I remember saying, I'm going to coach with her and I'm going to speak at the planathon one year, right? I had no idea. Oh my God. I'm like, and then fast forward three years and I've been able to do that. So do both of them with you. That's incredible. You are moving and grooving. And listen, guys, like it didn't happen right away, right? Like I remember wanting to coach with you in that October of 2020. When you really? launched Modern CEO, but I had just signed up for another coaching program and I was like, yeah. ah, I don't want to overcommit. So I end up having to yeah. wait until the following year. And I was like, I'm going to do it. So I was so glad that you came and I was like, I'm in Modern CEO. Here I come. Gwendolyn, remind me, when did you start your business? So I started solo back in 2013. I went agency model yeah. and really like formed it in 2019. That's good. Yeah. So 2019 agency. Yes. I was just reflecting quickly on your growth and how, yes. I mean, to love on Gwendolyn a little, like <laughs> you are so powerful. And when you set your intentions, man, you get stuff done. It's fun to watch. Yes. And it's so amazing that like you and all the other coaches I've had really embrace that. I think that's mm. the piece that really drew me to you. And I was like, she really wants me to figure this thing out. And so like I was hopping on the free lives and I was like, nope, I got to get into modern CEO. And then when she's like, oh, you get back pockets. I'm like, what is a back pocket? And she's like, <laughs> oh, you're going to have my phone number. I was like, I'm going to do what? I'm going to have your phone number. <laughs> I love that. I was like, I can call you like yeah. for real, for real. For real. And she's like, yeah, yeah, you can use your back pockets. And I was like, holy cow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So it was so amazing. And then I remember submitting my first application to speak at Planathon, right? And listen, Amber said no the first time, guys. So just know. But I was like, it's okay. But she reached out to me personally. And I was like, okay, so not today, but soon. I was like, mm. it's gonna happen. And then fast forward to like July of 22. And I get this Voxer and she's like, Gwendolyn. I want you to be part of Planathon to celebrate our 10-year anniversary. And I was, was like, heck one. yeah. I didn't even yeah. know what was going to happen. I was just like, yes, I'm in. 
That is so cool. Isn't that amazing? It's funny because I think the first time we opened up the Planathon for like a call for speakers was the ninth year, maybe the eighth. So wow. eight years in, because I was connecting with clients and colleagues and just aligning what the community said they wanted to hear yes. about with our guest speakers. And it was like, you know, we've got a really good community that I need to get to know. And we only had 20 spaces per yes. year, but we had hundreds of people express interest. I'm like, okay, this is really hard. <laughs> and so we matched up. Okay, what do people need to hear about? What do people want to hear about right yeah. now with the speakers and presentations? But then there, everybody else, I'm like, I want to talk to everyone who expressed interest. So that becomes a great list to talk to people on the podcast. Yes. So I'm going to be going back around. Oh my gosh. So I'm so excited and I'm ready to hear all these secrets because I was like, how am I going to talk to Amber and not have a pen and pad? Because I'm the one that has to pay attention <laughs> to the conversation. You're adorable. <laughs> so to really help the listeners gain like a really deep mm-hmm. understanding of like the factors that really influence your path to success, I want to start with your journey. So can you tell us a little bit about kind of that early life? and upbringing and what were some of those key experiences that really shaped who you are today? Oh my goodness. You know, it's so interesting. I grew up in a very small town, a town of 500 people. It's way south of Chicago. I mean, not even like the south side, but south cornfield, middle (laughs) of nowhere kind of thing. And there was really this element of community and connection. And that has Mm. a lot of pros. It's certainly growing up can have a lot of cons when you're like, everybody knows everybody is not always what you want when you are nope. are growing up. <laughs> but my values emerged there. I lived a mm. mile from my grandparents and spent a lot of time with them, which is where I really think that core value of family came from. Yeah. But then also when I was growing up in second grade, we moved to Saudi Arabia. And this was such a big deal. It was in our county newspaper, like family moves from small town to Saudi Arabia. It was just such a unique thing at the time and for where I lived. And I think that contrast of being in a small town and being physically really close to family and then having the adventure and the excitement and then maintaining roots to family while you're away really created and set the foundation for so much of how I show up and how I connect and live today. That makes so much sense because I've had a chance to be in the Planathon community and some of the smaller intimate circles with you. And that makes perfect sense now. Now I can see why that connection piece has always been so super important to you. Like Amber doesn't want anybody left out. She's like, oh, you can't make it. We'll put you up on the Zoom screen. Like you're going to come into the living room and we're going to bring the laptop right here and you're going to sit like right next to us. Like I remember those moments. And that makes so much sense now with seeing the way that you operate and you've weaved that into your business. Oh, Mm -hmm. my gosh. So talk to us a little bit about how you got into this space, building the modern CEO, the Planathon community. Like, how did you come to this space in this industry? It's so interesting. I had a career in corporate and I was working in consulting firms doing super cool work. I actually really enjoyed the work. But I started to see and my family, we started to envision that maybe we want to live somewhere else. 
you know, going back to me growing mm. up in Saudi Arabia, we're like, okay, that might be fun for our family to have that opportunity yeah. to do together. And my husband, his job traveled a lot, but we couldn't go with him. And so he started thinking about career changes. And I started thinking, all right, if we're going to live and work anywhere, I don't know where yet. I've got to start to change like my way of thinking and being and showing up. And it was funny. I actually started my business when I was in corporate. I was in an MBA program at Hopkins and I was in corporate and like, you know, I, I think I want to do something different. So I started a side hustle and it grew wow. and grew and grew. And then my company, my position was going away and like, you know, I think it's time. And I wasn't specifically wow. looking for something in the company. And actually someone grabbed me and said, oh, no, 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 you got to stay. Like, we'll figure out a project. And it was like, I'm starting my own thing. I can't be full time. And that's when the transition really took hold. And that was actually in 2012. And it was 2009 when I started my businesses. But they really started to take off in 2011. And so I was in corporate side hustling because I saw this different vision and I wanted to start stepping into it. And then things started to unfold. And I'm like, okay, just keep following, keep following, keep going. Yeah. Fast forward to today, right? The Planathon with more than 20,000 people, the modern CEO, yes. which is an implementation incubator and place to bring those plans to life. And yes, actually, how to clone yourself was my first other program. I had three people in it. And it was a bit of like life coaching in a group structure. And I okay. realized there were three people in it. And I asked some friends to join so we could round out the group. And it was the perfect experience to like, okay, let me set this up. Let me go through an enrollment process for a group. Let me facilitate a group online. And then I realized like, I really like business. So that's when How to Clone Yourself was born because a friend said to me, don't you ever just wish you could clone yourself? We're side hustling. We're building businesses. I was like, oh, I know how to clone oh, myself. That's good. And that was my first group online program. Oh, I love it. So let's talk about that a little bit. So what was this pivotal moment in your business that you knew I've got to go down this path of cloning myself? Oh, yeah. You know what? Actually, even more so me going down the path the other business that I started in 2009 was a photography business, Three Boudoir. I wanted a creative outlet. So I'm in the MBA program. I'm like exploring different things. I'm still working. And I was like, I'm wanna... just doing all the things, Amber. <laughs> we were doing all the things. But it was in a photo shoot. I was taking the photos and my incredible business partner, Joanna, was the shoot director because she had the, the styling directing experience. Okay. And I was taking the photos. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to clone myself here too. I'm talking to people about cloning themselves, but I don't need to be in the photo shoot anymore because we have a system for this. So that's when I realized, okay, I can clone myself in the photography business and I can do what I love. I can manage, lead, run, grow a business for myself and I can work on that with other people too. And that's when my cloning began. Oh my gosh. So talk to us a little bit about this, how to clone yourself. Like what's the secret yeah. to this? Okay. Well, the secret is you don't actually want a clone. 
<laughs> you are great and you are fabulous. But if we find someone that does exactly what you do well, you're like, well, who's taking care of all the other stuff? You need Very your peanut true. butter to your jelly. So this is part of the secret. But there are layers upon layers that come with how we lead as business owners, how yes. we engage with a team, contractors or employees, yes. whatever that looks like for us, how we interview, how we build systems, how we build structures so we can scale, build, grow our business or just so we can keep it going and get time back, which is what a lot of people are very interested in. Is what they're after. And that was one of the things that yeah. was super key for me because I was like, I love what I do. And because I kind of started out as a technician, right? Like I started doing the very yeah. thing that I grew a business to do. And so yeah. it was really hard to let go because you go through all the things, right? When you're trying to put mm -hmm. other people and structures in place, ah, they're not yeah. going to do it as good as me. Like it, it'll be easier. It'll take less time if I do it. But the more you say that and the more you're doing, you're like, yeah, I don't really have the time. And now quality is starting to diminish. And yeah. no, we have to figure this thing out. So talk a little bit about the obstacles and challenges that you face while kind of building this space of cloning yourself. Oh my goodness. The challenges are... I mean, just so many flooded through my head. Oh, there are so many. And, you know, what's interesting is that from a mindset perspective, you know, there's that phrase that maybe you've heard, new level, yes. new devil. New devil, and yes. New level, new devil. And I flip it, new level, old devil. Because sometimes, mm. like, we're growing and the same stuff comes up. Like, okay, you hit a level where you're like, okay, I cannot do this anymore. Or quality is going to suffer. Or you start to see a vision for something bigger. So yeah. you get support and you build a team to take care of these things, whatever these things are, yes. so that you can focus on the next, right, the next level, the next right. iteration, the next vision that you have. And then you're doing that and you're like, okay, well, I see the next thing, but who's going to take care of all of these things? And so it's a reoccurring. And I want to call out that this is not failure, right? If the same thing came up again, like this is business. There are some core things mm. that are going to happen over and over and over again. And, you know, one example that comes to mind uh, that was really hard for a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs was the 2020 pandemic. Oh, the pandemic. We were shut down for a long time. It's like all the things were happening and health, right? Everybody had something going on. Yes. Family was at home. And that is the point in time where we were all going through challenges together. So in some respects, it's easier. Yeah, that's true. Because we're all in it together. And then on the flip side, those things are happening every day to business owners. We're struggling with money. There's inflation. How can yes. we pay our team more? How can I make yes. more? Right? We got groceries. We've got families. We've got whatever. How am I going to pay myself? How am I going to pay the bills? Like, oh my gosh, because then your clients are affected yes. and it's like, then they're making decisions that could potentially impact your business. Yes. And it was just, oh my gosh, yes, yes. you're taking me back now. I don't want to go. Exactly, I want to go. <laughs> but these things are coming up every day and we're coming up with challenges. So what I will say is, as we're going through this, how to clone yourself journey, in addition to new level, old devil, right? Give yourself grace mm. because there are some things that are going to be so easy for you and not for someone else. And there are some things yeah. that are going to be so easy for someone else and not for me or you. 
And yeah. okay, so we're going to just pour grace upon grace. And, and I would say that's actually one of the biggest challenges is, am I being a good leader? Am I being compassionate enough, mm. right? Grace upon grace and get in spaces where you can talk to business owners or hear things like this. You're like, yes, okay, we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. It's super important because if you're in this space of being a business owner, right, this modern CEO, but you're in silo versus community, yeah. it's going to be harder. Yeah. And it gives the impression that you're the only one that's going through this thing. But there's so many other people who are having the same experiences. And this is why the community piece, I think, to success is so important. There's no way, right, that I would have risen in this space without being in community. Yeah. Because it was just like, even if it was just, I'm going to get my second win, right? Yeah. Like I can come here and I can pour my heart out and then somebody's going to reach me, right? Somebody's going to grab me. Somebody's going to catch me. They're going to hold space for me. And then I can just, oh, I can get my second win. And now it's like, okay, let's get back out there. So it's good. there was something that really significant happened for you though in the pandemic mm -hmm. because despite all the challenges, you guys actually 3X'd your revenue. We did. You've got to talk to us about that. It is wild how that happened. So it was April 2020 and probably mid-April. We're like, hmm, we're not reopening anytime soon. In the photography business, right, we saw people in person, which was not allowed in not so happening. many of our locations. So we made a decision to, okay, do we pause? Do we shut things down? Do we decide to grow and expand. And that's actually what we did. We said, okay, we've got time. Wow. What if we open up in more cities and we're there for you when we can shoot again? So we took May and June to get our marketing and our systems together. June and July, we started marketing in those new cities. Wow. In August, September, October, we were rolling openings and we were closed for four months. So in August, that was started rolling the openings. And we went from six cities to, it might have been 16. We might have added wow. 10 cities in oh that my window, gosh. which led us to 3x our revenue. Now, with that, we laid the foundation. We did the marketing. We set up the systems. Yeah. That year, we specifically, we made more than we made the year prior and we were shut down for four months. For four months. For four months. And we still made more than the last year. And then the next year is when we tripled that. Wow. Because we had all the new cities open. Plus the beginning of this year, we had all the, we've got a model. Let's open our next 10. So we expanded into 10 more, which 3X the revenue. Oh my gosh. So sometimes the key is not to shrink back. Yeah. Sometimes the key is to just lean in and go all the way full force. Yeah. And I'd say it was a lean in, but it was also like, okay, arms wide open. Yeah. What are we ready for? What do we want to do? And, you know, at any given time, in any given season, it may be, you know, we don't want to do any of this. Yes. We, no, we're doing something else. But in that season, it was, let's go. Yeah. And this is so good for so many reasons. But really, because I think sometimes when we have these slow periods in our business, and trust me, if you are a CEO, a business owner of any kind, you're going to hit mm -hmm. a slow period. If you haven't, it's probably coming. 
but it's just part of the journey, right? And we think that, oh, what should I be doing? And then like, we wanna lean off of the marketing or we're not sure what to do, but that is the perfect time to be working on the foundation working on your systems, working on your processes, looking at where the gaps are, because it's going to come back around. Like the influx is going to come back around. Like I've seen it time and time again, where it's slow now. And then it's like, whoosh, five clients are like banging down your door. Yeah. And if you've done the work in terms of marketing and systems and processes, you're ready with no problem. You're like, bring it on. Let's go. Yes. It's so funny. As you were speaking, I thought back to a moment. I was doing a podcast interview with Rick Mulready on his podcast, and I was explaining to him how our marketing was working at the time. Like, we've got it dialed in, Rick. And I was going through that in detail, and he said, Amber, it's time to scale. And I said, no, 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 no. (laughs) We cannot. Like, these are where we need them right now. We've got it dialed in. But our foundation, our team, then we had to go back of the office, right? Back of the house and be like, all right, is our team ready? Are we ready to take more orders? Are we ready for more volume? Yes. So we went marketing. We went back of the house. We took care of back of the house. And then when this COVID hit, we're like, our back of the house is ready. Let's dial up marketing now. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So we were set up for that season. I love this. You've got to be taking these gems and writing notes. If you're not, like, shame on you. (laughs) (laughs) So talk to me about who's been an influential person in your life that's really played like a crucial part in this journey for you. Oh, my gosh. There are so many people. Uh, But, you know, what like raises to my mind in the most significant way, like a bunch of mentors, incredible colleagues, like clients impact me every day. Yes. The people that came to the top of my mind are actually my three girls, my kids. Oh, my gosh. They influence every decision I made in building the business. Yeah. Can we take them anywhere? What experiences do we want for them? Um, How do we want to love our kids? You know, we want to love our clients and our family the same way. And so the why, the foundation, am I showing up in a way that I would be proud of them? Oh, my gosh. I love that. That reminds me of my grandkids. Every day I wake up and I'm like, oh, on the days where I'm so exhausted and I'm like, no, I'm building something for them, right? Like I'm building something for them. I want them to be proud. I want them to have something like they could grow this thing if they wanted to. They could take it and grow it. Like they can be part of this experience. If I'm traveling, they can go with me. So I totally, totally, totally give it. So before we hop out of here, What advice would you give to others who are seeking to build wildly successful businesses that really align with their life? Okay, the number one thing that comes to mind right now is, of course, remembering you are right on time. That nudge, that calling, that idea, you are not too late, you are not behind. It is right on time to step into action and follow that calling and go. And you have to have that belief in yourself. There is so much research data that if you believe that you can do this, like Gwendolyn and I believe you can do this, you are going to wildly up your chances of success. So that, that calling may be big. You're like, I'm going for it. So Take the first step that you have confidence in and then keep going. And it's just going to build and build and build. And before you know it, 
you're going to be exactly where you wanted to be. And it's going to be like, wait, how did this happen? Be like, it happened because (laughs) you believed and you listened and you went for it. So go for it. Yes. And that is exactly how it happens. Amber, thank you so much for sharing today and saying yes to coming on the show. Oh my gosh, I appreciate it so much. How can people connect with you? Oh my goodness. You can find me at ambermcue.com. And if you want to check out all things Planathon that we talked about, it's theplanathon.com. You definitely want to check out Planathon. It is amazing every single year. You want to be in Planathon. Come over here with the planning people. We love you. We love you. Yes. All right. Beautiful people. Remember, success is not just about the destination. It is about the journey and the lessons learned along the way. So take these stories about connection and community and apply them to your own endeavors, no matter where you are on this path. Thank you for joining us on Leading Behind the Scene. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes and share it with someone today and leave us a rating review. Until next time, keep building a business that not only inspires you, but the CEO who's launching their business behind you. Talk soon. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Leading Behind the Scene. I hope you found some encouragement or helpful information today to help move your business and or your life forward. If you have a specific topic you'd like me to talk about or guests you'd like me to have on the show, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. I love connecting with my listeners. Also, be sure to follow the podcast so you never miss an episode and leave me a rating review. I'll see you next week.